Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! Hello. It is generally accepted that gratitude is a good thing. But how important is it? Does gratitude have a quantifiable effect on our health, wealth, and well-being? Or is it merely a nicety, a way of showing you're a nice person? What is the difference, if any, between gratitude and thankfulness? What do we mean when we say we are practicing gratitude? Is there a consensus on that? Do you have a gratitude journal? Why? There are periods in a life cycle when gratitude takes center stage, then appears to drift ever so swiftly into the mist. Appearances, coincidentally, that seem more synchronized with tough times and catastrophe and assigned seasons. So, what is the value of gratitude? These are a few of the issues we are exploring in a series. Let's call it Things We Take For Granted. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. On the question of gratitude, we've lined up for you a range of influences we believe you'll appreciate and enjoy. And we will be taking the question to the street as the series progress. Today, let me welcome someone I've come to know quite well and cherish. She is an executive director with extraordinary impact. Let's meet her. Hollis, welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Neville. Thank you for the opportunity to, to speak with you this evening. Uh, sure. So my name is Hollis Hunt. Uh, I was born in Miami, Florida mm -hmm. in the early 80s, and uh, my family moved to Guadalajara, Mexico yeah. when I uh, was two and a half, and we lived there for five years. And um, through that uh, opportunity was able to learn Spanish uh, mm -hmm. as my first language mm -hmm. and, uh, and and really loved uh, those years. My parents really wanted to expose my brother and myself to a different culture and my father had done some work in Mexico and uh, he, he enjoyed his time there and my mother was a Spanish teacher mm -hmm. and uh, had always wanted to live in a Spanish-speaking country so with my father having uh, strong ties to Mexico and to uh, former colleagues. Uh, it was a place uh, where, where you know, would be a good place for us to live, and it was a wonderful life and and childhood uh, mm -hmm. growing up in in Mexico. 
After that, we uh, we moved back to Miami, mm-hmm. and that is where I spent most of my elementary school years mm-hmm. and middle school. And then uh, for high school, I attended an all-girls boarding school mm-hmm. just outside of Baltimore, so St. Timothy School. And uh, that was a, a really tremendous experience on so many levels, uh, just in terms of... Uh, learning uh, independence at, at a young age in mm-hmm. you know teenage years and for high school I went to an all-girls boarding school just outside of Baltimore St. Timothy School mm-hmm. and that was a, a truly uh, profound experience uh, being 14 uh, living uh, away from home um, was was initially challenging but it really instilled a sense of independence and confidence mm-hmm. uh, that has uh, that has stayed with me uh, since that time. It also allowed me to to forge and develop extremely special relationships that I still have to this day. And I uh, serve now on uh, on the school's board of governors, mm-hmm. and uh, and the school gave so much to me, and so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's an honor to give back. So. Uh, That was high school, and then uh, for college, I graduated from St. Thomas University, uh, where I was able to play a little bit of tennis. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a spot on the team, and I had a little bit of a tennis background, and so it was was neat to to be able to play Mm -hmm. tennis there, and my undergrad was in psychology. I then uh, worked in uh, independent schools, mostly in the Mid-Atlantic region, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then went to graduate school and uh, received my MBA uh, in South Florida. And since then, have been working as a nonprofit fundraising consultant uh, for the past few years and uh, find it truly rewarding to give back uh, in in such a uh, direct way, uh, you know, to be able to give back to the community and make such an impact helping organizations raise uh, millions of dollars uh, so that they can achieve their goals. And uh, so that's what I've been doing uh, here in Dallas through Make-A-Wish North Texas, Mm -hmm. and uh, have also been serving a few other clients in that time. So that's uh, my little background. Oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful background. Let me share a quote from Olympic gold medalist Kristen Armstrong. She said, I write about the power of trying because I want to be okay with failing. I write about generosity because I battle selfishness. I write about joy because I know sorrow. I write about faith because I almost lost mine and I know what it is to be broken and in need of redemption. I write about gratitude because I am thankful for all of it. Hollis, could you tell us why gratitude is important to you? Sure, Neville. So gratitude is uh, is important to me uh, because I've I've seen and experienced uh, the the power and the impact that it has uh, that it has on on not just my life but on on those who are close to me who who make uh, 
who make a practice of, um, of gratitude. And um, really, it, for me, it, uh, it started at, at a young age. I think naturally, I, I was thankful. Um, I was optimistic. You know, I was just a, instinctively um, just a, an optimistic child and uh and through uh psychology courses learned uh about the importance of gratitude and um and and so i really wanted to to make a habit of it and it's important to me because um whether times are good or times are challenging i think uh being in a practice uh in a daily practice of reflecting and thinking about um, what I'm what I'm grateful for that day uh, really helps to um, to make the more difficult times uh, more um, what's the word just uh, being able to get through them. So I think in in a way that gratitude allows you to build resilience mm-hmm. and um, and and to be able to rise above challenging situations just that centering of gratitude and and thinking about um in the midst of of something challenging with a focus on on gratitude it um it it just changes your perspective and outlook and and keeps you as positive as you can be uh through through challenging times and it's it's really become a sort a natural practice and um and and just something that that is a part of a part of me and and what i do and how i go about my life you mentioned two two words that uh to uh synchronize with 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 my thoughts that's uh practice Mm -hmm. and reflection Mm -hmm. so if a person is trying to get a habit of gratitude how, how does that play out in actuality sure so one um, easy way to to do that is through um, having a daily practice of identifying just three three things that you are grateful for that day. They can be very trivial, or they could be something that's you know a big a big deal, something that has really made an impact that day, or it can be something you know just uh, as as small as being grateful for having a, a break in the rain so that I can take my dog out without <laughs> getting soaked. Right. So um, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, every gratitude statement doesn't have to be profound, mm. but getting in the habit of that practice of what am I grateful for today? Mm. And uh, whether it's done in the morning or, um, or in the evening with having time to reflect, um, it's just, it's a practice that, that um, that I have found to be to be really to be really helpful and impactful. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Two twenty six AM the gathering. Ryo Center's audio dramatization of a Soundbite Life audiobook series is available on Amazon, Audible, Apple, Kindle and iBooks. 2.26 a.m. The Gathering. She could hear her footsteps 
as she went along, and had no reason just then to be alarmed. All kinds of thoughts were jockeying for position through Pina's mind. The deal she needed to close, or have 363 desperate employees packed and sent home. The drunk, who, as she was inclined to think, was no run-of-the-mill passenger. He was something special, annoying and cute, but special. That woman with the knock-off Gucci bag, eyes like cows in a butcher shop. And that stranger with the gadget, whom she would have sworn she knew. But it was the thunder from down under that was causing her heart to go tickety-tock, tickety-tock. Tickety-tock. The one person from her row that had not come to her mind was the lad seated beside the stranger, Clay. That is his name. She hadn't given him but a glance. At the time, the Spaniard had left for the first-class lavatory, and the Riddler... The strange man with a gadget in hand had laid his head back. His book of riddles, if that's what the gadget was, was closed flat in his lap. His large right hand was resting on it, keeping it in place. Clay peered at it, trying to figure out what kind of book or gadget or device or thingamajig it was. Maybe there was a title or logo, or model somewhere about that would be its telling signature. Looking, peeking, searching skillfully, Clay noticed that fourth thing and scratched his head. For what was lit there was laid out more like a poem. And this is what it said. To unravel me, you need a simple key. No key made by a locksmith's hand, a key not I alone will understand. Do you have that key? Twenty-six a.m. The Gathering, a matchbox mystery from the Soundbite Life book series, audio dramatized for you 
on Audible. simple key, no key made by a locksmith's hand, a key not I alone will understand. Do you have that key? <laughs> I am back with our guest, Hollis Hunt. Hollis, you were talking to us about the practice of gratitude. How do you cultivate the habit of gratitude? Sure. So cultivating the habit of gratitude is actually quite simple. It, it's really just um, a, a decision that, that one makes uh, to enter into a 30 or 60 day or 365 day <laughs> sure. challenge uh, to, to do the, the three uh, daily gratitude statements. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so there's really not too much uh, to it, other than you know, once you once you start it, then it becomes it becomes a habit. You know, I would say a couple weeks into it, and sometimes it can get tough. Like, oh well, I feel like I've already you know expressed gratitude for those things, and so it's hard to think of new things. But um, it's it really is a, a, a tremendous uh, challenge uh, with with great impact. And, uh, and so I think it, it's really just making the decision that this is something that I want to do, that there are clear um, mental health benefits to, uh, to, to having such a practice. And, uh, and so it's just making the decision and making the commitment and, and following through. Now, you mentioned three. Is that just a comfortable number? Or you know, is there? I think it's a it's it's a number that that I started with, um, just because one seems a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, I think we can think of more than one thing that we're grateful for that day. Uh, a list of five, um, you know, might be a little bit cumbersome if you're doing it every day. So, to me, three really seemed uh, like a like a good number. Uh, to you know to proceed with okay uh, talk to us about reflection sure so uh when reflecting uh about what i am grateful for uh one uh one technique in in doing so is tying in mindfulness practice and uh it's a way to to be present and uh, and one with oneself, and uh, to give a focused, uh, uninterrupted time into reflecting uh, about gratitude and and the things that uh, that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. What evidence do you have that gratitude is, a, is actually of any value? Sure. So. I would share that, uh, that in the past year, uh, it's, I've had a personal uh, challenging uh, circumstance. My mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer 
in the summer of uh, 2017. And, uh, and at that point, I had um, already long been practicing gratitude and, and mindfulness. And, uh, and I would say that thanks to that practice that it allowed me to, to get through a, quite a, a challenging time uh, with it not feeling like such a challenge and, and being focused every day on what I was grateful for and, and being able to have that day um, with her and, and taking her to medical appointments. And so it allowed me, uh, you know, not as, a, not as a distraction as to the situation at hand and, and the fact that it was, that it was, uh, it was a challenging situation but it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't uh, knock, you know, it didn't knock me to the ground, you know, I think because I, I just stayed so focused on, on what I was grateful for. And, um, and again, I think just the value of optimism and, you know, if it's not an inherent quality, it certainly is one that, um, that can be learned. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so I think the optimism and, and gratitude, uh, really helped me like sort of swim through, uh, as easily as possible through quite a challenging time in my life. And, um, and even now, um, after her passing, um, I would say that that it's now been even more difficult than actually going through uh, her illness and and the treatment and and you know the challenge of being a primary caretaker and uh, and so I am ever more focused on on gratitude and it's a little harder um, these days to 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 get there, um, but. With knowing the impact uh, that it has, uh, continue at, for you know to have it as a daily practice, mm -hmm. and um, and uh, and and know that with time, things will continue to to get easier, and to improve, and um, and yeah, that's yeah. well knowing you for certain, if you don't mind me saying, your your um, your strength, your bravery. Um, throughout the process, obviously I know you uh, otherwise than this because I, I'm your coach mm -hmm. and it's been a great inspiration and in fact I mentioned to you before that I was going to talk to you on one of my blogs when you wore that uh, mm -hmm. that you know which t-shirt uh, which yes. uh, blouse I'm talking about I did write that blog did. yes <laughs> I did I don't know if you haven't read it I haven't but I can't wait it's been, it's been out there it <laughs> right, okay. fight right. like a girl fight like a girl yes right so I told the story where I thought it was fight like a god and mm -hmm. how much I spent trying to think through what that might mean and why you would wear it mm -hmm. and all of that. And, and then I, um, just like we talked about, well, it mm -hmm. is in the blog. But for, for this purpose, I just wanted to mention that, that indeed um, you represented mm -hmm. what you are talking about in real life as I saw you Thank day you. after day as we would be, mm -hmm. be out there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's, it's the gratitude uh, is really what allowed me to to keep pushing through and it it allowed me a focus mm. 
um, and and something um, to and it gave me strength you know it gave me strength mm-hmm. um, in you know in those in those difficult um, moments so so thank you for for sharing those kind words it's it's, it's all on you it was you building me <laughs> we'll be right back you are on the journey and it's time for our question of the week our question of the week is this if you practice gratitude what are you grateful for right this moment our question of the week is this if you practice gratitude what are you grateful for right this moment i am back with our delightful guest hollis what does gratitude mean to you so gratitude to me means uh it's a very deep uh and emotional uh feeling and and reflection it's not about uh the the superficiality of um of of what is around us and and what we have and uh to me it's just it's a very deep appreciation for for what we have um that you know that goes uh to to a deep level and uh one you know that is uh really just it it goes beyond uh, just appreciation or something that I'm thankful for. It's um, it's it's a feeling of I don't I don't know how quite uh, to articulate it, but it's it's just a deep it's a deep feeling of without without these things, without these life experiences, without. The, these people in my life, um, or without the sunshine, you know, these it, life would be very different, would be utterly different, and it, I wouldn't be the person that I am. And so it's 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 taking the time to think and and reflect on what has made me, you know, who I am, and uh, and 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 to give really deep, meaningful thanks for. For what it is that uh, that I have been afforded. Okay. Well, Hollis, it's game time. It is an emergency, and you must hurry. You know only that you will be taken to an abandoned island for your safety. You have less than a minute to grab only three things to take with you. What will you take? Okay, so the three things that I would take uh, to an island are uh, one, my dog Langley, and uh, two, uh, a a journal to keep and a and a pen. So does that count as my? Well, I'll count that as one. Okay, okay. (laughs) So a journal and a pen, and um, and then the third would be. my my boyfriend <laughs> um so he could bring three more things with him um so do you want rationale yes okay yes so i would bring a journal and a pen uh so that i could uh keep track of the days if you're stuck on an island mm. and um don't have a phone or, or access um to uh to civility then um 
I would say that just being able to, to you know, take track of the days and, um, and also what is uh, happening. Um, taking my dog is, um, is, is, I guess, two-sided. Uh, one, she would be able to hunt um, and, and get uh, food. And two, just uh, having her companionship um, would, you know, would be would be very special and impactful. Mm-hmm. And uh, three, as I mentioned, uh, my boyfriend, uh, so that um, hopefully he can bring uh, three things <laughs> with him as well, and including some type of flair or something, so that we could uh, be saved on the island. Very good. Well, Hollis, I am so grateful that you are willing to join us on the journey and share with us your thoughts on gratitude and give us a little piece of your life that is so inspiring to us and certainly to me, as you do know. Well, thank you, Neville. This has been uh, such an honor and I thank you for thinking of me and for uh, for giving me the opportunity to share and... um, really appreciate it and appreciate and I'm grateful for for our friendship and and for getting to know you you've you've made quite an impact uh, on my life uh, over the last what uh, six or seven months yes. so you've um, you've been an inspiration and, and really the consistency of tennis uh, has really has really really helped so thank you thank you're you. welcome you're welcome thank you very much <laughs> The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Once again, a huge thank you to Hollis Hunt. And what are you grateful for? Don't forget to pick up your free copy of our Soundbite Life Dramatization. The title, 2.26 a.m., The Gathering, by yours truly, from Audible. Enjoy. See you next week.